0: A humanitarian crisis has unfolded in Afghanistan. It's horrible. And rather than providing aid and assistance to the people of Afghanistan, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is too busy holding a vanity election. I'm Candice Malcolm, and this is The Candice Malcolm Show. The Taliban, perhaps the most oppressive, backwards, and barbaric of all the Islamic groups in the entire world, has seized control of Afghanistan. Kabul fell on Sunday morning, making their takeover complete. It's been 20 years since 9-11, and nearly 20 years since Western forces removed the terrorist Taliban government in Afghanistan. And now, just like that, the Taliban is back. So in April of this year, Joe Biden, U.S. president, announced a full U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan, and that it would be complete by September 11th. On May 1st, U.S. troops began that withdrawal. On July 6th, the U.S. Bagram Air Force Base was evacuated. On August 8th, the Taliban seized control of provincial capitals. And then it happened very quickly. On Friday, August 13th, Kandahar, the second largest city in Afghanistan, fell to the Taliban. And just two days later, on Sunday, August 15th, Kabul, the largest city in the capital city, fell to the Taliban. And President Ashraf Ghani fled the country. Just like that, the terrorists were back in control. And I'm sure you've seen the footage on the ground in Kabul in Afghanistan. It is truly terrifying. Just look at the chaotic scene at the Kabul airport yesterday. I've never seen anything like this in my entire life. So amidst all the chaos yesterday, thousands of Afghans rushed to bank machines to try to pull out their money. Thousands rushed to the airport to try to flee the Taliban, including former government officials who will almost certainly be arrested or killed by the Taliban. Young children can be seen trying to jump the barricade to enter the airport. Thousands of people were on the tarmac, desperate, trying to cling to the wheels of an aircraft taking off because they were so desperate to get out of the country. According to reports on the ground, three people died after falling off a wing of an airplane that they were holding onto after it had taken off. The US troops and Taliban forces exchanged live fire close to the airport, and in total, nine people were killed in the airport on Monday. It's hard to overstate, What has happened in Afghanistan? Overnight, the country has gone back to the Dark Age. Just look at this photo. It says a thousand words. This is CNN reporter Clarissa Ward. Just look at the pictures. One is taken before the fall of Kabul. One is taken after. I'll read from Ronna Ambrose, a former conservative leader, who described it perfectly. This is what she wrote. This is what happens when the Taliban take over. Same reporter, Clarissa Ward. Same TV channel, CNN. Same city. Before and after the capture of Kabul. They won, we lost. Decades of fighting and working towards women's rights and a civil society with freedoms all gone. What are we as a Western society if we stand by and let this happen? Self-absorbed, insular, and entitled. That's what we are. And then she writes, shameful. Now, speaking of self-absorbed, insular, and entitled, take a look at this report about Prime Minister Justin Trudeau from the Toronto Sun. It says PMO Global Affairs, the Department of Global Affairs, holding off deploying Canadian Armed Forces Kabul evacuation team, according to sources. So Sunday's writ drop and the ongoing federal election campaign is consuming most of the bandwidth among Ontario politicians, sources say. Yes, that's right, folks. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is too busy engineering a vanity election in pursuit of a majority government to lend a hand and to help the poor people of Afghanistan. I call it a vanity election because it's one that Trudeau himself has forced. The government did not fall. He did not lose the confidence of the House of Commons. The opposition parties still had confidence in the government. In fact, both opposition parties, the Conservative and the NDP, they both opposed this election and they both pleaded with Justin Trudeau to wait. But instead, Trudeau thought that he was riding high in the polls and his popularity was strong enough to give him that majority government. And so he himself triggered this election... And right now, we're seeing the impact of it in Afghanistan. The Trudeau government is too preoccupied with this election to be able to focus on saving lives and rescuing people from a war zone. And not just any old war zone, a region that Canada has invested two decades. We've invested $18 billion. We sent 40,000 troops to Afghanistan and we left 158 souls behind. That's what's at stake here, that's what Trudeau is walking away from, so that he can focus on this election. And it gets even worse. We knew this retreat was happening. We've known for the past five months that the US was planning to remove their troops. And for those five months, the Conservative opposition has been pushing Trudeau to follow through on a pledge to bring Afghan interpreters, the individuals who helped Canadian troops on the ground, to help them come to Canada and resettle them into our country. Trudeau dragged his feet on that promise, and now, for too many of them, it is too late. As an afterthought, and in an incredibly callous and cynical fashion, the Trudeau liberals then announced that they would welcome 20,000 Afghan refugees. Their hope is that you're too stupid to realize that this will not help the people of Afghanistan in any way, shape, or form. I say that because when you read the fine print about the 20,000 refugee promise, you see that the 20,000 refugees will come from camps, people who have already left Afghanistan, people who have already fled the country. So Trudeau's pledge will not help any of those people that you saw at the airport, any of those people from those clips. They will not be helped at all, at all, by Justin Trudeau and his pledge. And it's not just those poor people at the airport who are desperate to get out. Trudeau's hollow pledge will not help girls or women in Afghanistan who have instantly lost their right to an education, along with many other basic rights. They will be soon forced to cover up, shut up and submit. And then here, this is the very worst part. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's feminist government says that it is too early to tell whether or not they will recognize the Taliban as the legitimate government of Afghanistan. Check out this incredible interview with the CBC's Katie Simpson and Canada's Foreign Affairs Minister, Mark Garneau. Now, credit where credit is due, I'm no fan of the CBC, but Simpson did an incredible job in this interview, and it's very telling that the Liberal government is considering recognizing the Taliban as legitimate. The U.S. had warned the Taliban if Afghanistan was taken by force, it would not be recognized internationally. Will Canada refuse to recognize a Taliban government? Well, thank you, Katie, for the question. Uh, I would say to you, it's early days. Uh, right now, we want to see what happens. The uh, country has essentially surrendered to the Taliban. The Taliban is saying that it wants to run as a government, but uh, we're going to wait and see. It's too early to answer that question. Do you, you're, you're waiting to see. Do you, do you, are you going to treat the Taliban with credibility? Well, we have to see how they behave uh, since they have taken over the country. Um, certainly, uh, their, their behavior was totally unacceptable uh, for the short time that they were in charge after the Russians left uh, uh, about 20 years ago. So uh, we'll wait and see. Wow. Just wow. It's too early to say whether the Canadian government will recognize the Taliban in Afghanistan. We'll just have to wait and see what happens. We don't need to wait and see what will happen we know who the taliban are we've seen them in action for decades oppressing girls and women killing civilians executing prisoners harboring the world's most evil terrorists the taliban is the group that shot human rights activist and nobel laureate malala Yousafzai in the face for the crime of being a girl and wanting an education we don't need to wait and see it isn't too early to tell we know exactly who the taliban are they have been showing us for decades and the fact that trudeau doesn't recognize that he's either too confused too focused on himself too focused on his vanity campaign to care is incredibly telling it shows just how much of a failed prime minister he is and besides he's already recognizing the taliban watch this clip of justin trudeau pleading with the taliban to let people leave the country And my follow-up, will you recognize the Taliban government or will, like the U.S., will you refuse to recognize them and will military and development aid be cut off because of what's happening in the country? Right now, our expectation and demand of uh, the Taliban is that they permit, uh, first of all, an end of violence and hostilities and restore order to those who want to, uh, uh, for those who want to leave Afghanistan. We need to see the Taliban step up and permit an evacuation of those who want to leave. uh, And that is what we are expecting uh, of them. And that, quite frankly, is uh, part of the statement that Canada and many other countries uh, released last night. Our feminist prime minister telling the Taliban to step up. Why don't you step up, prime minister? What a joke. What a narcissist. What a failed prime minister. I'm Candice Malcolm and this is The Candice Malcolm Show.